That's like my variation of the and my bow and my axe and these cats. And these cats. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what the druid offers up. Yeah. And my ass. That's what I thought you said at first. <laughs> That's what I have to offer for any party. Is my and fat my ass. ass. <laughs> That's a bard. <laughs> I didn't realize you were playing a bard. <laughs> Welcome to the ADHD Book Club Podcast, the only book club podcast that breaks books into small, bite-sized, easy-to-read pieces for our easily distracted conveniences. Today, we're discussing Circe by Madeline Miller, chapters 24 and 25. I am your host, Cole. I use whatever pronouns you prefer. Most people use he, him. That's perfectly fine. I'm not going to fight you about it. My favorite children's book series growing up was Magic Treehouse. Go Matcha. Hi, I'm Matcha Mello. I use she, her pronouns. I'm the head librarian of this book club. And my favorite book, it was a series, but I'm just going to go with the singular book when I was a child, was Dragon's Fat Cat. That's so cute. It was really cute. It makes me so, it's so chunky. So chunky. Let's go, Marty. Um... You're doing Hi, great. I'm Marty. I usually name pronouns. I get nervous when people look at me. Um, I also really stop. <laughs> uh, I also really liked the Magic Treehouse, but since Cowboy did that one, um, funny enough, I actually liked the Boxcar Children. There were like 80 books, and I felt smart when I read them. Feels. That's me. Hi, I'm Beals. You could call me Tevin as well. I use he, him pronouns. I just kind of work here. And uh, Captain Underpants. No, mm. like 100%. Yeah. There. There. I wasn't allowed to read Captain Underpants as a kid. Same. I didn't like his underpants. Also, so I wouldn't read it. Actually. They made me uncomfortable. So I'm like, Macho, I can't really read these. Macho wanted it to be Captain Naked, I guess. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. Oh. <laughs> Care to finish oh. off the intro, Cosmic? I would love to. Hello, I am Cosmic or Egg or Cosmic Egg. Um, I use she, her pronouns. I almost forgot what pronouns I used. <laughs> you um, know, it'd be that way sometimes. It will be that way. I've name, so relatable. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know how old we're talking, but I was definitely a Harry Potter kid. I had like an unhealthy Harry Potter obsession. You mean same? Yeah. It's pretty fair. So that's that. Yeah. In addition to not being able to read things, I really liked the warrior cats until my mm. dad figured out that they used astrology and then I was not allowed to read them anymore. Oh, no. Because apparently talking cats are fine unless they use astrology. And then they're not fine. <laughs> that's, that's Knowing what I know about your father, that makes perfect logic for him. Yeah. I also was not allowed to watch My Little Pony, but I was allowed to watch violent war movies. And that's on Republican kids. Hmm. Anyway, Cersei by Madeline Miller. Anyway. Oh, welcome to the ADHD book club. And now you can read Cersei. Yeah. Now you're a grown adult and can do whatever the fuck you want. You're a big girl. I'm going to commit tasks fraud. Yeah. You can, but like, I personally wouldn't try to fuck with the IRS. Well, personally. Yeah, same. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Cersei by Madeline Miller. Yep. Madeline Miller. Madeline Miller. <laughs> Madeline Muller, even. Madeline. Uh, so when we last left the book, Telegonus, Telemachus, and Penelope all returned to the island. They stayed there for a while, and uh, we ended with like Hermes coming and being like, hey, Athena wants to talk to Telemachus. Fucking put the barrier down. And she's like, bitch, I will in three days. Uh, so chapter 24 Picks up with Telegonus asking Cersei why she can't just use Molly to get rid of the spell. And she's like, I could, but I could end the spell at any time if I wanted to. But this gives Penelope some time to mend things with her son. 
Antilogonus is like, aren't you going to be upset when Athena finds out? Or isn't Athena going to be upset when she finds out? And Cersei's like, I'm not going to tell her. And Antilogonus is like, what? That's trickery. And he's like, yeah, but it'll be fine. It's it's okay. Sometimes you need to be tricky. Uh, that evening, then Cersei finds Telemachus brooding in the forest. And she's gonna she asks him if he's going to be ready for Athena. To which he responds, is anyone ever ready to deal with gods? Which cuts Cersei in her heart. The next few days, uh, Cersei just like leaves Penelope and Telemachus alone. And then she breaks her spell and rushes to join the others in her house wait, where they await Athena. When Athena arrives, she uh, tells Telemachus of the Empire being formed and how he's been chosen to lead it. But to everyone's surprise, Telemachus is like, nah, I'm good. I like being a nobody. And Athena got like really pissed at that because, you know, she was told no. And Athena doesn't like being told no. So she turns to uh, Telegonus and offers to him instead. And then before he has a chance to speak, Cersei cuts in and be like, hey, be quiet real quick. And then Cersei argues with Athena, saying, like, you wouldn't want the person who killed Odysseus. And Athena's like, Odysseus killed himself. I'm perfectly fine with having your son. And then Telegonus speaks up and be like, hey, actually, mom, I want to go. And Cersei knew this, but it was still, like, causing her dread because she doesn't want him to leave. So Athena tells uh, Telegonus that there's going to be a ship there that afternoon. And as they pack for his departure, Telegonus asks if Cersei's mad. And she clarifies that, like, she's not mad at him. She's just scared for his safety since he is the only thing that the gods could use against her. Telemachus then comes in and gives Telegonus the bow of Odysseus, and soon the three watches Telegonus sails for his new life. With her son gone, Cersei once again is confronted with her immortality and everyone that she loves is mortality and its implications, and how no matter what, all mortal lives will slip through her fingers, and then, with a sudden thought, she calls her Helios. That would have been a hell of a cliffhanger to end on. Um, yeah, I'm so glad we didn't end right there. Would that would have so sucked. But, like, but on the other hand, that would have been such a great cliffhanger to end on. Oh, I know. I've been like, what's going to happen? Like, oh, I'm glad that we get to see what happens after this. But also the suspense of like ending on her calling Helios. And that's just where we end mm -hmm. an episode. That'd be great. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it would have been hard, though. We would have wanted to read more. Fair. But, you know. But Club has, has the rules here. Yeah. <laughs> We're not completely lawless. We're pretty oh. lawless, but not completely. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect blend. So I want to start a new thing uh, before we get into the questions. If anyone has any quotes or anything to start to share for this chapter now, I want to do those like right away. Okay. Rather than just like seeing if they happen to be yeah. relevant later. I did like the... Oh, go ahead. I'm going to go. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> We're all too polite here. Somebody needs to be mean. <laughs> Kevin's got uh, it. I, I just really liked the very straightforward use of no one. Like when they, mine. <laughs> I win. That's why I said I'm going first. Uh, no, it was just, but you will be no one, and that's like obviously the connection to his dad and everything. He's like, mm -hmm. cool, bet. That's exactly what I need. Yeah. Uh, I need. I want. I want to be no one. That's perfect. I think and it's like you. You'll be a nobody. Something. You'll fade into obscurity. And he's like, that's the life I choose. I am cool yeah. with that. I actually also highlighted a few different instances of that because I mentioned in chat that there was a line I forgot to bring up last week where uh, Telemachus said Odysseus would rather be hated by the gods than be no one. And then um, I know I keep doing the thing where I try to go to multiple pages and then it highlights and I get stressed out. Okay. Um, there's also a random line where it was talking about Athena when she was talking. It says Athena snapped each word like a dove's neck. I was like, oh. Anyway, um, yeah, you'll be without name history, you'll be no one. Um, let's see, there's another one. My keen son and this man who chose to be no one. Like it uses it a few different times, and each time I was like, <laughs> that was the salt bay gesture. Wow, that feels <laughs> ancient at this point. Cosmic Yoda quote. I actually have a couple from this chapter. I thought they were all going to be in the next one, but damn, like, I feel like these, and I guess we're going to talk about this more, but, like, these were, like, two really big chapters of, like, reckoning for Cersei, mm -hmm. like, you reckoning with everything she has been, like, dreading or fearing, like, she's actually, like, face-to-face -face dealing with it now, like, her immortality, losing her son, all this and that, um... Before all the reckoning, there was one quote where they're waiting for Athena and Cersei is kind of thinking about how, you know, uh, Telegonus is going to like miss them when they're gone and it's going to feel like empty again because they're going to be all alone. And she brings back 
what she said about uh, Daedalus, that quote. No. Yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah, no, it. I highlighted that one, too. Yeah, it's a great the star one. one? Yeah, yeah, the star one. She goes, yeah. uh, he would miss them when they're gone, I knew. But I would find something else for him. I would help him forget. I would say some people are like constellations that only touch the earth for a season. Ah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I highlight like, that right away. I was like, oh, it's oh, a callback. Yeah. Yes. She said it. But she that's like, the thing. actually like a display of like wisdom from Cersei. It's like these are her struggles in the past. And now like she like girls watching. All grown up. Yeah, and now she's like watching her son like supposedly about to go through it, which now mm. we know it's not. But um, what else was there? And then like before uh Pelagonis like sailed away, she was like, um she said like I wouldn't be able to bear it, I would seize him, hold him to me, but I only embraced him a final time, pressing hard as if to set him into my skin. Then I watched him take his place among them, stand up on the prow, outlined against the sky. The light darted silver from the waves. I lifted my hand in blessing and gave my son to the world. Gave my son to the world, dude. Yeah. That's all he wanted. He just wanted the world. Mm -hmm. Right before that, I also highlighted where he said, I am Telegonus of Aya. Son of a great hero and a greater goddess. And a greater goddess! Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> True that! Uh, yeah. Very cute. Very very wholesome uh, yeah. chapter for a bit, yeah. despite the uh, threat of Athena looming over them. Yeah. It's both wholesome, but it's I, also really depressing. <laughs> it is. I yeah. feel like, I don't know, because like, they're, the mother-son relationship between Cersei and Tilligandus, like, needless to say, was pretty rocky. So at this point, like, for all intents and purposes, she could never ever see him again. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. which, you know, may or may not happen, but and just the fact that they were able to part on such good terms, at least for me, um, I that was really I guess it was kind of depressing, but it was also really good because despite everything, like they still love each other. Um, and then I did highlight this one line where uh, when Athena shows up, um when she shows up on the island, I says her, her eyes were fixed on me. Her voice was dark as ore. I told you that you would be sorry if he lived. You were wrong, I said. And then she says, you have always been insolent, Titan. I was like, what? Because she's oh, technically a Titan. Yeah. She's the daughter huh? of a Titan. She's technically yeah, a titan. I thought it was interesting that she chose to address her as that. Yeah. I was like, you're trying to insult her. Like, it was just an interesting line that she chose. I think it's more that she's trying to like enforce like, the distinction between the two. We are not the same. Basically. I thought it was more so was like she knows Cersei does not like necessarily her Titan side, so she's just trying to get under her skin a little yeah. bit. I could see that. I feel like that's like, man, fuck you, tortoise. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm still a tortoise and still pretty strong. I'm not offended being a tortoise. I don't know why that, that's what popped into my head, but be like you, you be like you going your entire life trying to separate yourself from your like your father's last name or whatever, and then someone just like goes, but hey. I think I can't know that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, know a lot I of things. Like Hermes like... talks a lot. Yeah, that's true, that little bitch. And she's a <laughs> goddess. I feel like if she can get a dig in somewhere, she will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's true. I just feel like that was a weird choice of words for an insult. Not her wisest of uh, comebacks, yeah. <laughs> to the goddess of wisdom. But um, just... So we guys think of... Uh, Wait, I had, I, oh, had okay, a, I had one quote. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you did yours already. I'm sorry. No, no. Okay, so this is like when... Telegonus decides he's going to leave and he says mother can you not be happy for me and I really love this part no I wanted to shout at him no I cannot why must I be happy is it not enough that I let you go but I did not want for that to be the last he saw of me his mother shrieking and keening don't know how to say that word as if he were dead though he was still filled with so many hopeful years I love that I love that a lot too Oh, it's so good. This chapter is full of like, like Athena or not Athena, uh, Cersei realizing that she's like, the whole book has been about like Cersei realizing what her immortality really means. But this mm -hmm. chapter specifically is like, oh shit, no. Literally, like everyone will eventually leave me. Yeah, everything just kind of like came to a peak here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very, it's uh, very fun to, the, the, like the themes are constantly like reoccurring. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I have one more quote. No, you're perfectly good. fine. Um, 
Um, actually, yeah, I do. I mean, oh, we are out more. of quote spots. Yeah. Oh, we well. actually only had four, and you guys <laughs> and already we... did six. Oh, Come on, guys. Oh, oh, it was about like, oh, here it is. Um, nope, that's not it. That's chapter twenty-five. Okay, let's just continue. I'm not going to be. Able to <laughs> I also have one. I can give that one while you're looking for it. Sure. Okay. Uh, this one is about Cersei and uh, Tilliganus. Let's see. Um, he was trying to speak gently to rein in the excitement that rose in him like a flood. I thought of Icarus, who had died when he was free. Telegonus would die if he were not. Not in flesh and years, but all that was sweet in him would wither and fall away. He mm -hmm. took my hands. The gesture was like a bard's, but were we not in a sort of song? This was the refrain we had practiced so often. It is so fun to, like, see how Cersei acts now and compare her to act how she acted when she, like, the first couple of chapters when she yeah. was like first got to the island. Yeah. And just see how much she has changed and grown. Mm -hmm. Totally. I'm so proud of her. <laughs> so proud of her. So proud. <laughs> I had one about her kind of like, she was talking about like the underworld and how like, you know, when people die, like they will either like be able to be reunited with someone they loved or like if they or had nothing they could like sit by the river and like drink and forget um and stuff so there was always some kind of consolation she says like in the afterlife but for her she's never going to be able to experience that and she goes for me there was nothing i would go on the through the countless millennia while everyone i met ran through my fingers and i was left with only those who were like me the olympians and the titans my sisters and my brothers my father and like we already know that she is nothing like any of these people. Yeah. So like yeah. this is just kind of like a full circle of like how she always related to mortals much more than she related to her own kind. But like at the end of the day, like she's never going to be able to be like completely in with the mortals. What was the phrase mortality. she used around that time that was like, I am the opposite of death or something like that, so I can never go. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just really liked how that was worded. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, now that you mention it, it kind of reminds me of um, Arwen from Lord of the Rings when she's choosing oh, yeah. whether she wants to go to the land of the Grey, something, I don't know, whatever, the, whatever that's called, the, the island that the elves go to. Mm -hmm. And her dad is trying to convince her to stay with them as opposed to staying with the humans to love Aragorn. Yeah. And he gives her this whole, like, just fucking like heart stabbing, like just draws this awful picture of what her life is going to mm -hmm. be like if she stays with Aragorn because everyone that she knows and loves is going to die mm -hmm. and she can't. And so she has to, I think like the phrase used was like, until like the last of your bitter days are utterly spent. And it's just like, oh, like that's kind of what this reminds me of. Yeah. Definitely. What do you guys think of uh, Telemachus? outright refusing Athena with like almost zero hesitation. Very I bad bitch, very slave. So much. Good for him. <laughs> I thought about it for the past three days very specifically. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I love that so much. It's fun because like it's almost a callback to that quote uh earlier in the book where they're talking about the fates and like prophecy how there are some people who are destined to do very like great and specific things. And like, but for the most part, most people just are nothing and can do make what like nothing really impressive or great or, and then he's just like, yeah, I'm choosing that life. You're giving me the option to be serial prophecy, but I'm, I like being myself and being normal. I like that show was, life. <laughs> I think it was so funny. Just how utterly flabbergasted Cersei was when he said no, like she's like, I wasn't aware that was something a person could, could do. do. <laughs> to be fair, like, like he was like, did you really think I would do that? And she's like, I didn't know saying no was really and like I didn't even consider no as an option. I just that that like tickled me very much. Yeah, the girl uh, was absolutely gobsmacked. Well, it's not like something that happens very much in <laughs> Greek mythology. Like usually, if a god offers you immortality, you take that shit. Yeah, that's exactly what Cersei was saying. She's like, why would? any mortal like turn this away that's yeah. so strange but he's a simple man with simple needs mm -hmm. i also what? i don't know if any of you guys have seen the new insidious movie but mm -hmm. it made me I don't think watch of that shit. and yeah no no spoilers but also i saw that movie and i cried and it wasn't because i was scared it was actually surprisingly feels anyway <laughs> i liked it it's good there do you guys think Cersei's going to ever see Telegonus again? 
it's possible. Wow, we have nods and we have shakes. We have some. Know. We have some head nods, some head shakes. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, yes, as the plot goes, mayhaps not. Like we also, have Telemachus. No, wait, shit. Telegonus is going to be busy. Yeah. So we have uh, twenty-five to cover, which he, we I'll spoil that right now. He does. She doesn't see him then. We only have two more chapters left. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know what those two chapters are going to be covering. Yeah, I don't I know either. Does see him? I don't think it's going to be a face-to-face encounter. It's going to be like a like a D and D equivalent crying kind of thing. That kind of yeah. hurts. Watching mm-hmm. from a distance. I don't think mm-hmm. they're meeting again. That was I'm also like remembered when they they low key have an awkward moment because she basically has to give him a sex talk when they leave because she's like here's all this stuff here's things if you have a wife she's gonna need this this and he's like mom ew and she's like this is part of life son and that was really funny when two people love each other very much (laughs) (laughs) even gods find well actually Cersei didn't find the talk awkward anyway even demigods have to have the birds and the bees talk. You guys think that Telegonus is going to be a good ruler? I don't know. You know what? Osh Robin thought he was going to be a good ruler. And look where he ended up. Dead. I have no idea what reference you're making right now. The, literally the book we the book we just read. Oh, Emperor Soul. The okay. book we just read. Oh, I'm sorry. The book we read three and a half months ago. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yes. How do you not remember like the main plot point of the book we literally because just read? Because Ash Raven was hardly Osh relevant. Robin. It was hardly relevant until the very end. And I def- was literally the whole po- the whole, no, plot the whole of the story was, was about the was about soul. the girl. He's in the title, the Emperor's Soul. He's literally in the yeah, title. And the Philosopher's Stone is in Harry Potter. That doesn't become relevant until the last chapter. Grave, you forgot. What is wrong with you? Also, I pronounce it like Ashravan, so like <laughs> we all have different pronunciations. All of us do. <laughs> <laughs> no, the whole book that wasn't about Ash Raven, it was about Shy. It, the book is called The Emperor's Soul. I didn't the say he was the main be character. Anything. I said he I was make the main a book. plot point. There's a difference. Ah. Ah. Can I um <laughs> if, if I could type chime in ADHD tangent for just a second as well? I brought up the Emperor's Soul recently to uh to Matcha and the fact that she hinted a thing related to the Stormlight Archive that might have been notable from the Emperor's Soul. Yeah and kind of how stamping works. And mm-hmm. um I'm just here like, how did I not see this so far away? Wait, so many things make sense now. And anyway, that's all. I, I've seen my first Cosmere connection. Welcome yeah. to the Cosmere. <laughs> Cosmere is a trip, and I love it so, so much. One day I'll finish Wax and Wayne. Yeah. You know that thing where you never hear of anything your entire life, and then you hear of it once, and suddenly it's all over the place? Brandon like, Sanderson. That happens yeah. to me, and like a week after we started yeah. reading the book, this guy, I don't, he, first of all, like, I think he was a villain that he compared me to, I don't know why, but he's like, oh, he's like, yo, you're like XYZ. I'm like, who the fuck is XYZ? And he's like, oh, he's from his author, Brandon Sanderson. You would like his book. I was like, I, oh, never heard of him. I now really want to know who the villain was, but I don't think I'll remember <laughs> their name. Yeah, he, I think he said something to do with either starting war or causing a plague or something, which I was like, I, I mean, that here. those things do happen. Yeah. You'd be surprised how little that actually narrows it down, though. It, it, it <laughs> doesn't <laughs> narrow it down at all. <laughs> you just described every single Brandon Sanderson book. Well, Anyways, uh, <laughs> back to Telegonus being a good ruler. I think, like, I think he's still innocent enough to where he's going to try to be like as just and fair as possible. And uh, how long that lasts or how that works for him, we have, well, we might be able to see. But I think he has a yeah. chance of a trying to be a good leader. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I just I wrote this in the chat in response to um, Austin. Um, I just worry that he is he just doesn't know much about the world. So like, how easily corrupted can he be? Mm. Yeah. Also, yeah. he's like operating under a god, and we know how that goes for some. People. But also, like, do you think Athena, Scorpion. like, obviously Athena, uh, probably like I think he wasn't Athena's first choice, clearly. Yeah. But I also and don't I think, think Athena's Athena going to choose like, mm-hmm. someone that she doesn't think can do it. You know. Right. Yeah, and I don't think she has like any ill will toward him at all. I think so. you're right, though. Cosmic, know. he is. I mean, he is 16 and has never left Nylon his entire life. I mm-hmm. think he's easily moldable, but also Athena can probably surround him with the type of people to maybe point him in the right direction if she cares that much. Who sure. knows? Uh, yeah. Like, I do think like Athena wants this new place to work out, right? The, like they're, they're talking about the founding of Rome, basically, and the Roman Empire. I think like she does want it to work out. She's not going to put someone there that she 
thinks can't handle it. So I do think that she sees something in him, even if it is right now just, oh, well, he's the son of my last hero. So he must be at least somewhat good. Mm-hmm. Macha, do you have thoughts on Athena's potential? I don't think... Or Telegmus's yeah. potential? I, um, no, Athena's. What are your thoughts on Athena's potential? How far do you think Athena can go? I think Athena can make it the whole way. <laughs> the whole way! <laughs> you know, even from, like, even as a child, she's really, like, fully formed, you know? Yeah, like, she, well she's developed. figured it out. Well-developed. Armor and all, you know? Just the whole thing. <laughs> She did she's a whole package. A real, a real brainchild, that one. <laughs> she did not have to have her Moana arc. Thank you. Thank you. That was beautiful. Speaking of Athena, so not to make this about me, but I'm also making it about me. I'm here okay, for right. it. So, so like Athena wanted Telemachus at all, right? And she didn't get him. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Athena can truly understand the pain that I feel when I wish for Scaramouche and got Jean instead. Anyway, that's all. Carry on. So, like, I understand she's upset, but not as upset as I was, as I am. It's just not as good of a replacement. Honestly. It's not as acceptable. It's not. She still gets her city. Anyways. (laughs) I knew you wouldn't like that. (laughs) You wonder why I'm mean to you? No, I know why you provoke me. me. Because <laughs> you go listen, out of your no, way listen, now, to no, antagonize listen, listen, me. Now I know how to provoke you. At the beginning of our friendship, I didn't, and it was unprovoked. It's an art. Yeah. Wasn't exactly. the whole goal for Marty to figure out ways to annoy Cole? I yeah. think you succeeded. Not really. Yeah. I was like over exaggerating things. Mm. No, he's always like, "You can't annoy me." No, he literally said to me like when we first met, "You can't annoy me," and I took I that personally. That. And yet you still I said, no, no, you are underestimating how annoying I can be. <laughs> you're over, you're underestimating my patience to deal with bullshit. <laughs> What's the, I was in the military, when, all right? Un- I'm good at dealing with that shit. When an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. <laughs> when an unstoppable Marty meets an immovable Cole. <laughs> Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Tea Break. I am, of course, Tevin, a.k.a. Beals, and today my tea of choice is Sprite. Please don't judge me. Just wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening to the ADHD Book Club podcast. If you like it, like it. It's that simple. We do have all the other things, of course, if you're interested, like the Patreon and whatnot, but really just a listen and a like does so much for us, and we really thank you for even just being here listening and potentially even reading along with us. But with that little interruption out of the way, I just wanted to say again, thanks for swinging by. Let's go back to the podcast. Chapter 25. Helios appears and Cersei demands for her exile to end, stating that if he doesn't do it, she will go to Zeus herself and tell him that she spoke to Prometheus during his punishment and will also expose the Titan's treasonous whispers she's heard. Helios takes this as about as well as you'd expect a Titan of the Sun being coerced into doing something he doesn't want to do. He gets angry, saying that he could destroy her in an instant. Cersei warns him that he has no idea what power she has or what she can do with them and dares him to try it. He hesitates and eventually agrees to do so, but he will not help her ever again. And Cersei furthers this by saying, after this, you can stop counting me as your child. She finds Penelope and tells her that she's leaving tomorrow and Penelope is welcome to come with her to Sparta or she can stay on the island. Penelope states that she wishes to stay, and Cersei walks her through her herbs, how to use them in case of visitors, What do, which ones are used for protection, which ones are poison, which ones put people to sleep. Penelope smiles, saying she has, she has a lot of experience with handling unwelcome guests. Cersei then heads to Telegonus's ship, and is surprised to find Telemachus there, having added a lion head to the ship's prowl. He says he overheard the conversation with Helios, and he knows she's leaving. Cersei offers him the same choice he gave to Penelope, stay on the island, or she can take him to Sparta. He says nothing for a moment and then confesses that he's been angry at Cersei for her thinking that she would go with Athena. He reminds her that he is different from Odysseus and from Telegonus. She asks if he always makes gifts for those he's angry with, to which he replies, only you. She tells him that she thought he was impatient to leave Aiaia, and he responds implying that he wishes to be wherever she goes. She tells him that they leave in the morning. The next morning they leave and set sail to go deal with Scylla. On the way they catch 12 fish, which Cersei then turns into rams and ties a potion onto one of them. Scylla puts an illusion over Telemachus to turn him invisible as they approach Scylla's lair. Scylla strikes the boat as soon as she can and eats all 12 of the sheep. Cersei tells us that she made the potion last night with poison from the Trigon tail, and Cersei yells out to Scylla, announcing that she has come to end the terror she has made. 
Scylla begins to choke, and her body begins to slide from the cave towards the water. Cersei joins Telemachus with his rowing, and as the monster hits the wave, the water, a wave washes over their ship, washing away their food and the Trigon spear. Cersei turns to look back at Scylla, now just purely made out of stone. They row until they reach land where they rest. Cersei thinks of how she is free from the burden now, and how the tale must be returning to its owner. She tells Telemachus of her past with Scylla, and when he tries to comfort her, she asks that he not mitigate her guilt. Just as he won't get over the killing of the slave girls, she too won't get over what she had created. He responds that she is wise, and Cersei says it's only because she's had hundreds of years of being a fool. Her past is literally mistakes no one would want to hear, and Telemachus replies that he would like to hear them. And the chapter ends with them reaching for each other. Can I just say, <laughs> when they went to the cage, the cave, I was literally so afraid they were just going to fuck right there. <laughs> I was like, what's going on here? It very what's well going, could have happened. What they doing? They're not going to, oh my god, anyway. You know, they it's were, not though. terribly far off. Yeah, it sounds like they they they're gonna listen. If I can sense the sexual tension, it's too fucking much. Because anything like shit flies by me all day, but the second they the second they were there, I was like, mm. funny business is gonna happen. Yeah, I was like, what's going on? So, any fun quotes people want to share for this? I want to go first. Okay, you go first. Oh, Macho, yeah. go. Okay, so I'm not gonna read this one with any context because I just like it. <laughs> So many years I had spent as a child sifting his bright features for his thoughts, trying to glimpse among them one that bore my name. But he was a harp with only one string, and the note it played was himself. This was when she was confronting Helios. Yep, thank you. I really like that one, though. Yeah, that I like good. that one as well. The note he played himself. Just narcissism to a T. Yeah, what a great way to like describe arrogance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have two more. I highlighted a few for this chapter that I wanted to show. Go, girl. Go, matcha, go. So she said, I would not go on anymore, weaving my cloths by day and unraveling them again at night, making nothing. So, like, she's not going to pretend she's not someone like who she is. And I really like that, too, for her. We've been we've been waiting for that for so long. 20 chapters. 20 <laughs> chapters. And we're finally here. Finally oh, got there. It's so good. And then the last one I have is, it is how you know you are different from your father. I said, yes, his voice was sharp. It is the same for me. I said, do not take or do not try to take my regret from me. I love that. So yeah. he, she's talking about like what she did to Scylla and how she regrets it and how that makes her feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't I like that because, yeah. oh, sorry, did I interrupt you? Marcia? No, you're good. Go, go, go. I feel like it's very much like, like when toxic positivity, people are like, you know, like you can't, oh, like, oh, it'll be fine. It'll be okay. Like, no, like these emotions are valid and I like, they're important. Like I need to just like sit with them. I can't just dismiss them because, you know, like it can't ignore them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one I want to share is at the end of the chapter when she's thinking about like her and uh, Telegonus or Telemachus and she says, I had kept away from him for so many reasons. His his mother and my son, his father and Athena, because I was a god and he a man. But it struck me then that at the root of all those reasons was a sort of fear, and I had never been a coward. Well, I'm just kidding. It was just like, first off, you kind of <laughs> have been, but also... Liar, but... First off, liar. Second of all, we like the chair character growth. Random, but when she was talking to Helios and she brought up that she went to talk to Prometheus... Yeah. Like, I remember in the beginning, like, we were all like, or at least I was, like, no one ever explicitly said she couldn't go to him after everyone was gone. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, like, it probably wasn't that big of a deal. But then she brings it up to him, and he was like, oh, I'll fucking kill you. Like, what the, like, what, it's like, I didn't know, like, her going to talk to him was, like, so bad. Because, again, like, how is she supposed to know that? Nobody told her. And it was just interesting to see, like, oh, that thing that she did that was low-key. I mean, she was afraid, but, like, low-key, like, was pretty casual. Like, it came and went, nothing happened. And now that she brought it up, it was apparently a huge, a huge faux pas. Hmm? Like, he was being punished, and she fed him and gave him, like, drink and nourishment. I think that is more so the implication of, like, what the bigger, like, I don't think her talking to her was necessarily the big deal. It was, like, the fact that she is showing this person who is being punished kindness. But yes, it does seem like an overreaction based on the threat we had before. I just feel like he's like, this shit again? 
Seriously. Yeah, it seems like it's super <laughs> to start with that and not just start with not just start with the uh, I'm gonna go tell Zeus that you and the other Titans are plotting treason. <laughs> right. It's like I don't think Zeus is gonna between the two, I think Zeus is gonna care a lot more about that one than just her yeah. talking to a Titan. Yeah, yeah. I just I think it's so funny that she essentially blackmails him into letting her go. I just yeah. that's very entertaining. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun watching her finally like, stand up for people for mm, herself. Good for her. Very, very, uh, very, very bad bitch. <laughs> very slay. Very baby girl. Anyone have like, other quotes? <laughs> Got um, one. Bobby, yeah, go, 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 go. <laughs> um, this is near the end. Uh, I had been old and stern for so long, carved with regrets and years like a monolith, but that was only a shape I had been poured into. I did not have to keep it. But she was just talking about being, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, old and stern, literally what she said in the quote, but like, wait, I'm free. Holy shit. And I think I had this quote highlighted, too. And, like, I wrote next to it, like, this little paragraph here with that quote in it. It's, like, the first time she's, like, almost completely at peace, like, with herself and with, like, kind of everything in her life. Like, she stood up to her father and, like, cut those ties. She let her son go. She advocated for her exile to end. And she killed Skyla. So, like, all the things that were kind of weighing on her are sort of off her shoulders now. And, like, she's peaceful in a way. As peaceful as she can be. But this is the first time where she's actually, like, felt good. (laughs) Lighter, she says. What do you guys think of that, uh, Scylla scene? It was so intense. It felt, like, very action-y. It did. It did. It was, like, one of the more action-y scenes of this book, which is fun to see her write, because usually it's so, like, slow and flowing, and it was a little bit more intense, and it it was nice. I liked it. It was uh, nice to see her, like, be able to do something against that. When in doubt, throw a few goats at it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I'm helping my problems. It was definitely (laughs) the goats that caused her to turn to stone. Yeah. Did you describe that in your, like, how that worked in your summary? I didn't describe exactly what it is, just that there was a potion. Um, Okay. So, yeah, she, they catch 12 fish, they turn them to rams, and she puts a potion on one of them. The potion was then made with, like, some poison from the Trigon Spear and a few other herbs and stuff, which then she used to turn Scylla into stone. And Scylla fell from her cave and now resides at the bottom near Charybdis. I just think it's funny that the wave... Dragon was like, I'm taking my tail back. Fuck you, I'm taking your food too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of bonus payment there. Well, they're in like a really small ship. Like they're sh- doing very dangerous things. It helps when you have magic though to make it so your boat probably won't sink. True. True. They have True. the lion, the witch in the wardrobe. I was going to make that exact same joke. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said that as my children's book uh, series, but I like barely remember the books. So I really enjoyed cool. reading those until yeah. somebody told me that they were basically just somebody's retelling of the Bible, and then I hated yeah. them. I do remember. Yeah, that that. I think that's it. also why like I lost interest. And like, yeah. Yeah, so there's literally no creativity. It's just an allegory. Mm. Yeah, like if it was well, so like, a lion and will kill him, and then three days later he comes back and he's a lion. I did like I did like the white witch though, and the magician's nephew and the silver chair were both really good because those were not at parts of the allegory because they were just I like wish someone would turn me into a snake. <laughs> Is that why you're so traitorous? I'm my traitorous. That's rude. You know, you know what you did. <laughs> do we do do What do you guys think of Cersei and Telemachus being together? And in love and gay. Out of all the characters I've read in literature, there's certainly two of them. They're certainly <laughs> some of the characters. They're certainly some of the characters of all time. Yes. yes certainly indeed. some of the interactions I've perceived. It's like ick, but also like not surprising. Yeah. You know, like... Listen, listen, listen. If forbidden relationships were off the table, I think Cersei and Penelope should have gotten together. Yes. That would have been better for me. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but was I was like, like, oh, I can't say that. That's too taboo. And then she's like, I'm gonna fuck the sun. And I'm like, never mind. <laughs> we could have done anything. Right. <laughs> so why not be if you can do anything, why not be gay? That's a great point. Right. 
Someone needs to like type our twenty twenty three. Like Greek mythology, like, like and like for the time period it's supposed to be at, it's not that uncommon. Right. It's never been divinity, uncommon. Don't believe involved. the Republicans. Being gay is always normal. No, I was talking about like sleeping within family members, especially like when it comes to divinity. Oh, I thought you were talking about gay. Never mind. That's not. I mean, normal. being gay is also not that uncommon <laughs> in Roman times and Greek Hi, times. Hi, gay. <laughs> Hi, gay. Uh, but let's like. How many people? How many people within his own fa- t- uh, family tree has Zeus fucked? You know, exactly. So at least this one isn't blood related. It's like you know, I've heard of people who like date a father and then end up dating that dude's son when they when they break up. You know, it's always it's been a weird, weird, but True. also that's I don't think that's real. I think that's just a fan fiction trope. I don't think it is. I think at least I think it's happened at least once or twice. It's happened at least once or twice. There's too many people for it to not happen at least once or twice. <laughs> it's gonna go on the the like the Reddit Am I the asshole threads. You'll find a few of them. <laughs> Am I the asshole for breaking up with my uh ex fiance and getting together with his son? I, female, twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting. Yeah, no. I was here for that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, song, for some reason the song "Stacy's Mom" is coming to my head. Like it's yeah, not the same exactly. thing, but it's, it's also not not the same thing. It's the same thing. Stacy's mom is like the same thing, just in reverse. Just right. different genders. Yeah, that's fine. How is it in reverse? Because you're liking the mom first. Well, because it's going you're going from the daughter to the mom instead of from the mom to the daughter. I don't, I just I so don't you don't start with the older one and go down. Listen, yeah, like, I'm also confused because I navigated away from the book club and now I'm lost. Well, that sounds like a personal problem. Morning, oh, I'm back. back. Hi, I welcome back. <laughs> I feel like we did not answer that at all, ever. It's because yeah. we're uncomfortable and we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I feel like it's I feel like it's fine. Like object I don't know. He's a gr- he's like thirty he's like what, thirty, forty? It's not like yeah, he's, he's young. He's a grown ass man. It's not like yeah, she ever like, knew him when he was a child. I think he knows what he's getting into more or less, probably yeah, maybe more than true. most like, people with her, I guess. I would be Listen. a lot more creeped out by this if she was part of like raising him from a from like a child or if she like knew yeah. him when he was well. But she's yeah. only yeah. ever known him as a fully grown, like thirty plus year old adult. That is true. Imagine yeah. the conversation with Telegonus later. Hey. Yeah, I was going to say, like, how's he going <laughs> to Like, my brother got with my mom. Yeah. That's He'd probably weird. be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So his brother would also be his dad. Yeah, we don't want to. It's his half brother who's also his stepdad. Yeah. Obviously, was... that's pretty normal, right? That's, In yeah. Greek mythology, that's fine. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Why do you guys think Cersei felt safe to, like, share her stories with <laughs> Telemachus. I think because she's basically on her fuck around and find out arc. Well, not not fuck around and find out arc, but she's like, eh, I don't give a shit. What happens, happens. Yeah. Because yeah she's in the fuck around time, arc, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and this whole time she's kept herself back from sharing her story until I think well, she's finally able to move forward for, for the new Cersei, trademarked. Also, like, every time she's tried to share her story before in the past, they always, like, become aghast and like shocked and appalled by her yeah and it seems like there's been no indication from telemachus that he would react the same way i guess when she said like like oh Scylla wasn't like that i made her like that or whatever the response wasn't like what you made it was oh how yeah what like you that's crazy She's had a few opportunities to share her story with Telemachus, and so now she finally is. So I think that's more character growth for her. Uh, he also, like, when he told her about Scylla, he's like, her name, Scylla, it means the renderer. Perhaps it was always her destiny to be a monster, and you were only the instrument. I like that, too. Mm-hmm. But then that was, like, then instantly rebuked by, like, don't mean you try to make me feel better about my yeah. guilt. Yeah. I did like it, though. Yeah. It's like, a cute little yeah. saying, but also, yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need that. Like- Bro dropping bars. Yeah, that was also kind of his way of being like, I don't judge you for this. Listen, you know? he's like, he's like, I'm like, fuck. I, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fault Telemachus for having the very real struggle of being faced with a beautiful lady and trying to impress her. That's just human nature, man. Mm. Uh, you know, women are terrifying to talk to. Not me. Skill issue. I talk to women. I talk to women all the time. In fact, I'm talking to two right now. Okay, women that you want to potentially date are terrifying to talk to. I am mostly arrow, so jokes but, on you. Yeah, I don't date, <laughs> so I can talk to anyone. There you go. Hell yeah. 
Anya, Anya Taylor Joy, you will be hearing from me. Yes. yes. <laughs> I know it's an actress. I have no idea which one it is. Where's that email address? She's perfect. That's fine. She's oh, gorgeous. she's perfect and beautiful and mm-hmm. all the amazing. <laughs> she's one of the long. Goal is like okay. Last time yeah. to go look. Yeah, she's so pretty. She's in the menu. She was in the. Oh, split. Yeah, she's in the witch. <sighs> she's I would get her so right. <laughs> she was Peach too, right? She was Peach. She oh, was she? Yeah. I have no mm-hmm. idea. Peaches, 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 Sorry. Wait, wait, the wait, mic hold struggled hold on, hold a little on. bit there. Beale's the cover mic, uh, of that song when? Please release it immediately. Yeah, okay. right now. She was, she was the Queen's Gambit girl. Got it. That's where Queen's I know Gambit. her. Yeah. 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 I cannot I do justice to Jack Black. You don't need to know Chess to watch that show. It's all about how she was obsessed with drugs yeah i didn't know yeah it's... About chess watching that but it was still I, really good mm-hmm. i don't chess is a smart people game it's I'm really not I play it really it. is not it really is it's, it's i've never it's... been able to understand chess my whole life don't don't try to, <laughs> to take away my regrets Scylla is chess is my Scylla. okay <laughs> i will never defeat her hey eight maybe, tentacles you know... eight pawns you know it's making sense exactly Maybe uh, just for future reference, don't compare yourself to Divinity. It rarely works well. Damn. Yeah. No, no, it's funny because I'll, I'll do. I'll listen. I'll, I'll really give a more PG. Well I'll give a more PG version of my joke that I originally made. But catch me going up to like Athena or Aphrodite's shrine and be like, "Man, there's no one who could be possibly better at dating women than me. I don't know who would want to come down here and prove me wrong. That no one's better at it than me. I I could beat anybody, even a goddess." <laughs> And that's how I would trick a goddess into dating me. <laughs> I love it. That's Thank so good. I'm, I'm pretty smart sometimes. Not enough to play chess, but, you know. You can trick divinity, though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, what's, Listen, what's if, I, if I have a goddess cool. girlfriend, she can play chess for me. There I'll just go. stand in the background and cheer her on. I'm like, I, I got your spear, baby. Beat his ass. You got this. So, two I'll chapters left in the book. How do we guys think it's all going to wrap up? Oh, perfectly happily, and nothing will go wrong. Nothing oh, could ever go ever wrong. wrong and, yeah. I was gonna say it's either going to just be like a uh, short two chapters of like uh, Cersei, you know, like internal monologuing and like kind of wrapping everything up and reflecting, or something big is gonna happen. I don't know which one it's gonna be, but I feel like there's not really gonna be an in between. Yeah, that sounds about right. I feel like we're gonna have like chapter twenty six is going to be. Just like some adventures of Cersei and Telemachus. And then mm-hmm. like chapter the 27 or the last chapter is going to be trying to wrap up all of the threads mm-hmm. of like Penelope to Luganus and everything else. Yeah. And then everyone dies. Yeah. Everyone dies. Everyone dies and Cersei's left alone once again. It's sad. <laughs> but maybe, the end. maybe she just come far enough to where she could handle it better this time. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fine. I'm just like I'm just here wondering if it's going to end with some say she's still wandering out there, or if it's going to end with insert terrible event here. No, I don't know which. I don't know which it's going to be. It could get just, either. Like, and oh, I'm... we finally got our freedom. Cersei's canonically responsible for the London fires. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the time jump we need. Yeah. That's the it's in the book. Cordoyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's in the book and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. uh, any final thoughts, questions, comments, concerns, queries, quandaries, quotes, um, whales, quacks, whales, quacks, <laughs> quamas, koalas, quakas. We should all pour out one last chirp in remembrance of our bird friend who was so fatefully defeated by the ex. Maybe I'll come back. Chirp. Chirp. Thank you all for listening to the ADC Book Club podcast. If you want to find more of my content, you can check out me and Macha's other podcast, Keepers of the Monster Guild, where we discuss lore of various D&D tabletop creatures. We last recorded an episode on nymphs related to this podcast. Uh, no, actually, Dryads. we did specifically, Dryads. which are a type of nymph. Wow. Uh, we talked mm-hmm. about how, we talked about a little bit about Eurydice and how she was a dryad, which I did not know before this. Is that how you say it? I don't know that. Eurydice? Yeah. Eurydice, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh. It's not yeah, Eurydice, which is how Eurydice. I thought it. Eurydice. 
<laughs> Yuri Dice. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, so check us out there, Keepers of Monster Guild. If you want to find more of this podcast stuff, we have a Twitter or an X or whatever the fuck you want to call it now at KMG Pod. Sure. You can give us emails at sure. uh, no, not KMG. You're doing fucking, you're doing like yeah. the whole like outro for my Monster Guild now. <laughs> yep. Uh, KMG ADHD Book Club <laughs> Pod on Twitter or ADHD Book Club Pod at gmail.com if you want to send us Gmails. Leave us ratings and reviews if you want. Share with friends is most appreciative because that's the best way to help us get more listeners. And anybody else do their outro now. Yep. Nose goes. You can't. Marty. Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> hi, my name is Marty. I'll go by It's Marty's Mom on Twitch. Uh, if you're going to find my stuff elsewhere, you're shit out of luck. This is like the 13th episode. What have you been doing? I'm just kidding. I'm on Twitter. Um, I'm also on TikTok and Instagram for a fashion account at It's Marty SMX. Um, no, I actually think it's just Marty SMX. Anyway, um, I love those. you very much. Be up next. Up next is Beals. That's me. Don't find me. I don't know. Should I, should <laughs> I just gave up on that so quick. What the fuck? Yeah, that was just. You can't you know, do it. You said don't find, and then just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> just like, yeah, whatever. Rose tired. Uh, <laughs> I'm tired. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm slightly tired, but I, I am here. Um, you can potentially find me on Twitch. I am actively in the debate if I'm going to stream in like ten minutes. Um, so you better be that there. Help, that doesn't help for the podcast, but like, I'm going to no, try to get back into there. this whole thing. Uh, Twitch.tv/slash/beals enough. Um, if you like inconsistent streamers who don't do shit and aren't entertaining, come find me. Yeah, he's definitely not entertaining, as you make me <laughs> laugh all the time during the podcast. If anyone roast feels, I will come and find you and slit your tires. Damn. So don't do Don't do that. <laughs> you have to popcorn. You have to popcorn. Feels. Veronica. Um, hello. I am Veronica. I am also Cosmic Egg. You can find me on the, the Twitter at CosmoWunkEgg. Uh, you can also find me on the Instagram at VLMitrano. That is my government name. And I post my art there. And you can also find my art at VeronicaMitrano.com. That is my portfolio. Uh, and also, Beals, your you're, you're Don't Find Me reminded me of uh, that meme that's like, I don't. My pronouns are I have no pronouns. Do not refer to me. I don't exist. <laughs> oh, I could use that. Oh, I yeah. could use that. Wait, okay, Matcha, you go. Hi, I'm Matcha Mello. I stream on Twitch on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Thursdays, we do ADHD Book Club Live. So if you ever want to stop by, you should. It's a good time. Um, I also have a TikTok, YouTube, Twitter. All the normal stuff, so go check me out there. I post lots of fun, cozy content and stuff like that. But yeah, that's what I got. We're gonna go play Baldur's Gate now. <laughs>